This episode of Hotep's Been Told You is brought to you by Soul Deep Socks. Soul Deep Socks offer high-quality, soft footwear for men and women. Choose from over two different styles and designs. Be quick, because they're never restocked their socks. Once they're sold, they're gone. If you want to make sure you're not behind on the latest styles, join their Soul Club memberships, where you'll get two pairs of socks delivered to your doorstep every month. Use promo code HBTY at checkout for 10% off your order. Soul Deep Socks. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. How are you, sir? <laughs> I need that drop, 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 drop. Hotep Jesus, you need to admit that. Stop being racist. <laughs> New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told you. Yo, we on. Did you, did you go live already? Yeah, we on. Oh, okay. Um, what's good, people? Episode 74. Hotep's been told you I am Uncle Hotep. He is Hotep Jesus. We're back in the flesh every Thursday at 8. Shout out. Oh, first off, we got to get shout out to Uganda, man. You know, I, I put the, the, the thing for Apple, right? And the chartables and Somehow we come back charting in, in Uganda every week. So shout out to my, my our peoples out in Uganda. Listen to the hotel's been told. That's interesting, yo. That's really interesting. I wonder what's going on in Uganda that they feel like they gotta tune in the hotel's been told you. I don't know. They gotta listen to some real niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> These bootlegging niggas. <laughs> so if anybody is, is is listening through Apple, you know, you could. We uh, we're live every Thursday night. Uh, by Friday, we'll have you know the it'll be on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, iTunes. And if you listen on the iTunes, can please leave a review. Some people left some nasty reviews because of Hotep Jesus and his beliefs. <laughs> so let's push that down the world so people don't see it. <laughs> it what they say? Oh, I'm like, man, you linked some uh, a sexual uh, persuasion to, to child abuse and <laughs> oh so they they attacked us yeah it's only but yeah please so please leave reviews on apple itunes people in the chat please, thanks everybody coming through shout out to lemley uh with the uh, donation ten dollars stuck in marketing class get them good grades brother um what's going on man hey man there was a debate y'all you brought the debates back. I wanted to say that to you. You brought the debates back in the, into uh, into in vogue again. You know, with the Bitcoin. Now they branched off into a Brexit debate. Now you know what things. <laughs> the best thing about I always say, black people do cold things real good, and one thing they can do good is argument, man. <laughs> like when when uh, when the Hamptons they go out and defeat the Harvard. Was it Howard or Hampton? Uh, Hampton versus Grambling? No, when they go and fight, they go against the Ivy League and blow their doors out. Oh, yeah, 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 the debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's Howard. Howard, yeah. Like, that's not an upset. Niggas <laughs> love arguing. Them. The white folks is in trouble, man. <laughs> yeah, you don't want no sauce. 
Niggas on you all day, man. Yeah, the Bitcoin community was like, oh, you're just organizing debates because you want stupid chats. And I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm black. That's what we do is argue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just don't know our culture, nigga. (laughs) We love a good argument. So give us the breakdown of of the Blexit debate. So, yeah, it was Triologic versus uh, Pierre and Charisse. Uh, the Blexit couple, um, and it was a massacre. It was a, it was a, I mean, if, uh, right out the gate, uh, she had the Blexiteers on the ropes. Um, Blexiteers didn't come prepared at all. I don't know why he took this debate to defend a fraud or to defend somebody that they don't know. Um, well, what, what was the debate about? Was it about Candace? Is that who they're defending? Yeah, it was a Blexit debate. They was defending Blexit and and Candace too. You know, Tree Tree came with her uh, Candace, her bullets with Candace's name on them, <laughs> and um, Sharice got hit with them. Uh, I sad that Candace ain't throw them no bell, no retweet, or no, you know what I mean. They at least send the crowd over or something. <laughs> she left them to hang out to dry. But I think the highlight of the debate was the fact that. The Blexiteers aren't getting paid. The dude Pierre said, Tree said, so what's your role? He said, I'm a something field director. Now, anytime you have director in your title, you're supposed to be getting that guap. <laughs> and he said it proud, field director. So she was like, oh, yeah, y'all getting paid. Right? She accused him of getting paid. He was like, nah, we don't get paid. We're volunteers. I was like, oh, man. How you what? Going door to door, knocking for the white man. <laughs> they doing door to door sales for free. They getting bust in. They sitting on the back of the bus. Working on that Republican tramp, uh, plantation. Uh, via the TPUSA proxy they call Blexit. But um, that's on Triologic's alternative channel. I suggest everybody check it out. It got ugly. There was some low blows. Tree came with some low blows. Uh, there was a lot of cussing. Uh, there was a lot of uh, penis size dissing. Um, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, man. Let's get back to this payment thing. Now, so what? Well, I guess you know, the retort could be, so what if they don't get paid? They're out there networking, fly across the country. If they take advantage, they should be networking with top people in the conservative movement, right? You know, they should be branching out. It should be worth it, at least, at least for a couple months, right? <laughs> so you saying they interns then? <laughs> <laughs> Blessed internship program. I mean, I guess- that's. That's what an internship is. You come, you work for free, and hope that you can make your way based upon the connections that are tied to your job. The interns. But so I can understand if you're representing Blexit at like TPUSA events and CPAC, so on and so forth. Yeah, you know, you probably shouldn't get paid to rep there. But if you're knocking door to door to get people to switch plantations, you need to begin getting a check. You know what I mean? Especially if you got to run GoFundMe's because Tree brought that up. She was like, Sharice, you tell black people that 
they be asking for handouts from the Democrats. And then she pulled it up. She was like, but you got to go from me. And here's another one. And here's another one. And ain't this your uncle? Here's another one. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> so she was just pulling the GoFundMe's out. And she's like, and Sharice says she only used those for travel or whatever, or for trips and stuff like that. But if you need a GoFundMe, you need to be asking Blexit. Because Candace getting paid. Hold on, let's go back to Candace. Is she did they give her Blexit to run? Did like did they give her a budget and say, hey, run with it? And she like, I'm gonna look at this budget and like, hmm, I can break these people off some or I can put it in my pocket. I can't just give it to this white man. We're gonna be out to get married. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do a who is lookup, right? So you can do a who is lookup on any domain. Just want to go ahead and hit that. I'm going to type in uh, blessit.com and see what pops up. Wait, oops. Blessit. Because, you know, I, I believe I saw before that this domain had been uh, reserved. So this domain was actually created uh, in 2016. <laughs> blessit.com was created in 2016. So... If I were to play a bootleg investigator here, I would say that somebody had this thing underneath the arm and they did pass it to Candace. It shows the updated date uh, of uh, March 2018. So I think that's when they handed it over, um, you know, to uh, Candace. The, the registrations uh, all private. But uh, this thing has existed. Uh, whoever had this idea in there had had it since uh, 1230, 2016. Um, so I don't believe this is a, a Candace Owens creation. I do believe this is a TPUSA operation. And Blexit is a TPUSA proxy organization uh, used to take black people from the Democratic plantation and move them to the Republican uh, plantation. I guess you can see, like, this is how far back, you know, um, once I guess they knew Trump was going in the White House, they had to plan, you know, for to get it, to get him another four years. Right. And he only has to make a dent in, in the black community. Either he has to make ensure they don't uh, come out in Obama levels or just say, hey, I can get like 10 percent of the black vote that does come out and they don't really come out at peak numbers. And we can we can go home. We 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 got this wrapped up, you know. So I guess they would plan it. I guess their plan was, if we improve the jobs, we can always play to the black folks. Hey man, we put you back. We put you back to work. Back to work. We got this Blexit plan. Because you have to have a plan. I mean, I don't I don't blame the plan. You have to have plans like this. You know, you have to plan. This is about the. I try to tell black folks. Man, the white man playing years and decades before. I mean, all that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? This is they've been had this shit ready to roll out. Even if 2016 was the day they they bought the domain, they had it planned before that. So we're talking 2015. You know what I mean? They got they got the framework out there, right? And oh, yeah. it also means they had to have a leader in mind. So who was that leader in mind? Candace, 
you know, so they have to push her uh, our status level up. And that's why I've been saying about her the whole time that Kanye tweet. This is Trump when when Kanye when Kanye went up to Trump. Trump was like, "Hey, man, we need you a favor. We need." <laughs> is we got this black lady man when she likes him when she she uh has our ideals we need you to retweet her kanye retweets her off she goes that's how the game works you ladies and gentlemen uh, uh, uh. so you're right because you know i was the first uh uh test dummy uh, for TPUSA, I was part of that first batch of uh, loyal Negroes to get <laughs> flown out to Arizona. We stayed in uh, a nice five-star hotel. Charlie Kirk fed us good. <laughs> <laughs> I miss TPUSA sometimes. <laughs> that was some good eating, boy. <laughs> so he put us in five-star hotel. I mean, we was eating good five-star food. Ooh, I said, I like this. The seats was cushioned. <laughs> and they pulled us into this meeting room. They said, we need to have a meeting. We pulled us into the meeting room. And they said it was mandatory. We had to be at this meeting. So we went to the meeting and stuff. And I sat around a table with these bootlicking Negroes like ABL. And they told us the plan. And the plan was 4% is what they said. They said... Uh, there needs to be an 8% movement, but if they get 4% to switch from Democrat to Republican, they get 4% and Democrats lose 4%, which equals to 8%. Right. So that was the plan. That's, I mean, they, they were very blunt about that. And they said, that's what we need y'all help to do. And they said, look, we're going to be doing this, you know, uh, black thing. And we need y'all to reach out to all your blacky friends and tell them to get on board, you know? And uh, so, yeah, you know, they definitely had this thing planned from the beginning, man. That's crazy, man. That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, sure, I got my people inside the White House. We still got a couple of moles in there. I ain't saying no names. <laughs> We still got to come. Man, you're saying too much. Man. Yeah, nah, I got to let them know so they, so they feel nervous. Be very nervous. I got moles inside TPUSA. Charlie, we watching you. He'll never guess. I got men and women. There's a lot of people that's loyal to Hotep Jesus. But, um, yeah, you know, um, TPUSA ain't doing nothing anyway. Only thing they doing is helping white people in the Middle East. <laughs> That's all they doing. Yeah, and um, you know the Groper War. I see people ask you to, to to hook up with Nick on Hotel's been told you. Nick Potter and Fish Grease, man. What's wrong with these people? Yeah, they were like, "What's up with a Hotep Groper Alliance?" And then they were like, "Would you bring Nick?" On? He said, "I um I've been dreaming about uh I have a dream that we can get Nick Fuentes on Hotel's been told you." I told that nigga keep dreaming. Like, like, what are we supposed to talk about? There's nothing to talk about. I don't know, man. There's nothing. I have nothing to say to Nick Fuentes. He's just a young kid uh, having fun. You know, all the power to him. No hate. No diss. But I don't want to talk to him. There's nothing to talk about. You know, I'm I'm interested in 
if you ever watch my conversations with Bitcoin or any of my other interviews, we have productive conversations, things that are going to change people's lives. The conversation with me and Nick Fuentes, with Uncle Hotep and Nick Fuentes, that's not going to change nobody's life. That's just pure entertainment. You know what I mean? We don't need that. You got Michelle. Uh, they're getting Michelle Malkin out the paint, man. Hey, what's up with that? Because she defended him? Because she's associated with Nick. <laughs> Is she like literally associated with him or? She didn't disavow him. Right. She threw him some bail, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Um, mm, mm. It's getting, it, the cat's going to have to pick size in the conservative movement, man. They're going to pick size, and a lot of people are on the wrong side. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, so shout out to her, man. That, you know, it, it, what the thing is crazy, you know, they accuse the left of doing things. But as soon as somebody get out of line, they get right to the left's tactics, man. <laughs> right to it. Right to it. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yeah. I saw it. I was like, I didn't even know who she was. I went and go look. She was following me. I said, oh, I didn't even know who this chick was. And I looked at it and I'm like, man, they've been trying to cancel a bunch of people. They got, they had CJ Pearson apologize. They canceled her. Um, this is other white dude that got a pretty good following. He's been he been instigating both sides, really. I forget his name. Next time I see his name, I gotta remember it. Um, but he's had some pretty good takes. It's messy, man. It's messy out here. Nick Fuentes has done, done shook up the whole whole nation. He really did. <laughs> Shout out to Nick. Um speaking of cancel culture, they <laughs> These jokers try to cancel Chick Fil A, man. <laughs> Dumbest boomers ever. Why? Like, <laughs> just because now Chick Fil A, they want to, um, you know, they want to uh, put their business in other places, you know, without much protest anymore. Because you know all the new spots they get. Here come the protests. Yeah, get kicked out of colleges and airports and shit like that. They got kicked out of the UK too. Yeah, yeah. So now they said hey, we're not going to donate to to some companies that the LGBT feels are anti. Well, hold on now. That's not what they said. That's what the media said. They said okay. the truth is their contract was up. Oh, okay. And going into twenty twenty. They've decided to donate to a lot of smaller organizations instead of to these big organizations, right? Because they've given millions to uh, Salvation Army and these other orgs, you know. And um, and you keep moving around. I'm trying to adjust your camera. <laughs> um, oh, let me get you right. Boom, right there. So yeah, so. And then, and then afterwards, um, so a representative from the company basically came out and said, uh, you know, uh, no, we didn't, we didn't, you know, that's, that's not what we said. You know, we, uh, we're choosing to go with, uh, just a different route, you know, it, it has nothing to do with the LGBT, uh, stuff and the pressure that they're getting. The media just spun this, you know, they took something, um, 
because uh, they said we are the, the Chick-fil-A website basically said we are saddened to uh, have to uh, end our, you know, um, donations to Salvation Army and the Fellowship Christian Church or something like that. Yeah. And uh, that was that, you know, but they didn't say it was because of the LGBT stuff or anything like that. It's just the fact that 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 initiative is done, that execution is done, the promise is done and moving on. But let's say, let's just hypothetically, let's just play the role, right? Let's just assume that they did make that move. Who gives a fuck? Right. You don't get mad at Chick-fil-A. Right. <laughs> you know, they, they don't, so people were like, oh, they didn't stand on their principles. Their principles are to give you a good chicken sandwich. Right. It's like the black folks was, was wilding at Popeye's and the white folks is wilding on Chick-fil-A. It's like chicken has divided the nation. It's the craziest thing I've seen in a while, man. And I'm just like, yo, they sell chicken, bro. And they got good customer service. Like nobody's even thinking about them as an activist organization. When I think Chick-fil-A, I don't think anti-LGBT. I think like, yo, the kid's going to be happy we got Chick-fil-A. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody think about no activist stuff. And it's just like everybody wants them to be, you know, the activists. But you ain't mad at TPUSA running around the country with trans. You know, like, so it's just, it's a lot of hypocrisy and bigotry and uh, inconsistency of it all. And I was just like, y'all stupid, man. Y'all really stupid. You know, it looked like, like people want other companies to take a stand that they're not going to take. You know what I'm saying? Like, they right. want LA to be out in front. Like, no, that's supposed to be y'all. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all just having a fight through Chick-fil-A. They're not... They're not even worried about what y'all talking about, man. Yeah, that's a corporation. They got a business to run. And, you know, that's not like a decision that the founder did. That's not a decision that's made by one person. They got board members. Once that shit go to the board, you know, that's when a whole lot of things come into play, man. You got stockholders, you got investors. A lot of people are going to be making those phone calls and saying, look, yo, y'all got to chill out with this. You know, let's go a different route, blase, blase. But that's not like, they're acting like Chick-fil-A is one person, you know? Like, the chicken is up there making the decisions. Like, some, <laughs> some wise chicken is making these decisions. It's like, no, bro, there's a board of people that have to make an executive decision based upon the bottom line, which is them numbers. And if GLAD is coming down on them, maybe y'all need to go protest outside the GLAD building. Y'all trying to boycott the chicken sandwich, but y'all want to boycott GLAD. You know what I mean? And go out and, and go, like, put the pressure on them. Y'all put the pressure on the SPLC. Y'all don't put it on the ACLU. Y'all don't put it on the ADL. Y'all don't put it on the GLAD. Y'all put pressure on nobody. Yeah, I didn't understand what they even mad about because, like, how are you gonna be mad? You you want to say uh, Chick Fil A is fighting that fight for you, but TPUSA, you know, they got put out Rob Smith and whoever them other jokers out there. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're you're on one hand you're saying, oh, we gotta be progressive. You know, this is the new face of the Republican the conservative movement. The other hand, you you're mad at Chick Fil A. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, two of the biggest names in conservatism are Scott Pressler and Brandon Strzok. They're both gay. Yeah. And I mean, sweet gay, sweet tea gay. <laughs> Not homo thug gay, sweet tea gay. 
Which ain't no problem. I met both of them. They're really cool dudes. You know, I worked with Brandon Strzok before his Harlem event. You know, no diss to him. But y'all movement has already been compromised with LGBT, uh, you know, values, I guess you could say. You know, you, you got LGBT in your organization. If, if y'all walkaway movement is run by Brandon Strzok, then y'all got to let Chick-fil-A rock, man. Yeah, that's what, that's how I feel. I'm like, man, y'all don't have a foot to stand. I don't even know what y'all mad at, man. Just y'all look y'all here looking simple, man. Yeah, looking real simple, real simple. And then they championing Rob Smith. Still make no damn sense, man. <laughs> uh, let me read a couple of super chats. Uh, Chad out there in Brazil, man. Shout out, Chad. Shout out to King's Hotel from out in Brazil. Enjoy the stay. Is it warm out there still? Hell yeah. It's warm on you. <laughs> uh, Rickette Calvero, welfare financed by taxes. GoFundMe is voluntary. Black Mountain Hotel, free Sharice from the Blexit Plantation. <laughs> Word. Free Sharice, bro. I feel so bad for that girl. I mean, here's the thing with Sharice and the rest of them. They're being disingenuous. They know they running with the Blexit thing for clout. Right. They know that. You know, and to say that they not, because cause cause uh Tree said, yo, y'all clout chasing. And you know, I know clout chasing comes with a, a, a negative connotation, so maybe we don't want to use that term, but they clout chasing. They they are clout chasing. You know, anytime you you know you can't. I just feel like conservatism ain't for black people, so but we ain't gonna go over to that right now. No, man, you're wrong, man. Stop. <laughs> it's it's not the NOI. Listen, I told my I remember I told my dad, listen, I was like about the civil rights. I was like, all y'all had to do was rock with NOI and y'all would have been all right. Right. Like, because uh, you know what the, the Negroes wanted to drink the white man's liquor back then, you know, they didn't want to go Muslim and shit. But you yeah. know, the reason I said that because of the conservative values the NOI has. Right. They're basically the Republican Party. But, you know, they're super, you know what I mean? It's like the Tea Party. You know, you know what I mean? They're basically right-wingers. You know, right. right-wingers. You know, but I think emphasis on family values and emphasis on creating your own jobs for yourselves and your people, that's what the NOI stand for. And that's why I said they should have rocked with them. Yeah, absolutely. So, there's conservative values and then there's conservatism, the cult and conservatism, conservative ink. The conservative values are great, but trying to be a part of these organizations like uh, CPAC and Republican Party and uh, TPUSA and Blexit, these organizations all right, let me tell you a story. Today, Kimberly uh, Clatchett had ADOS at her neck. You know Kimberly Clackett, Clackett or whatever her name is? Who? You know her? The chick down in Baltimore? No. Cute chick, Baltimore. Um, Her, her, her man's a uh, Caucasian. Her husband's a Caucasian. So ADOS was at her neck, right? <laughs> now, in the thread, what happened? They brought up reparations. What did Kimberly say? Oh, reparations sounds like a good idea, but it's impossible. 
Now, this is what happens when you are part of conservative ink. You're not allowed to think outside of the talking points. You can't even be black and be for reparations. They're going to shoot that down. That's why I say it's not a place for us because you're not allowed to have no black talk. Another thing she said is they said, yo, what's what do you have as far as a black agenda is concerned? She's like, I don't have a black agenda. I'm here for all people. And in Baltimore, it's like, you, you see what I'm saying? You can't like, how do you come into this space? Do all these videos about the garbage dumping in Baltimore, what black people are going through. Then tell the black people you don't got no black agenda, but you want to campaign and use black struggle to create your platform. Because she knows conservatism ain't a place for pro-blackism. You're allowed to point at it's just like the it's just like the left. It's just like the left where you're allowed to point at the problems. You're never allowed to create a solution for it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think they just got to take it over, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to stand up for what you believe in. You know what I'm saying? If you believe in helping your people, that's what they should rock out with. They, they're too quick to be like, oh, we're for everybody. Instead of saying, no, black people have needs too. We have to help them out. Like Sonny. Right. So, so, so I'm not wrong in that thinking, right? Thinking that it's okay to be a black politician running and have a black agenda. That's cool, right? Right. Not under conservative ink, it ain't. <laughs> you won't, she'll lose all her support. I promise you. The white conservatives is racist, man. They don't care about you. They don't want to see no black agenda. Um, Colin Kaepernick, man. <laughs> Came back out. Now, I guess there was two workouts, and he did one for himself because the NFL didn't want, you know, media there and all that crazy stuff. So he did one for itself. I don't know. He, he was throwing the pigskin around. He looked, he could throw it deep always, but um, it was just a show. And here we go with this Colin Kaepernick argument. He talking about three years. I've been ready, ready for what man? <laughs> for goddamn thing. He washed. <laughs> Yeah, he washed. You know, what's funny is people said that his campaigning was for awareness of police brutality. Right. And see how fast it turned into him getting a job. <laughs> this wasn't about you, Colin. He switched it around. He got Kunta Kente on his shirt. He got the Afro out. How you got Kunta Kente on your shirt? You're not even black. We need a 23 and me on him too. We need to see his 23 and me. I think he's huh? like Persian or Iranian or some shit like that. Yeah, he a Middle Easterner. I know I know what a Middle Eastern nose looks like. He got a Middle Eastern nose. I wouldn't be surprised if he was Ashkenazi. He gotta be in that happy little group the way he acting. But the fact of the matter is. He turned this into something about himself, and that's really selfish. You know, I was talking to somebody today about this whole thing, and I said uh, he was on, I believe, GQ magazine. He did this whole shoot with Black Panther, get up on. He got the leather jacket, the hat, the kids in the street, fist in the air. 
Then he was giving away all this money to these charities. How much money he gave to the Black Panther Party of today? How much airtime? Did he give a microphone to the Black Panther Party of today? See, to him, being black is a costume for his own selfish gains. The Black Panther Party stuff is a costume. That's what we call perpetrating. He's a fraud. He's a straight up fraud. And um, black people need to stop supporting this guy. Every time I see black people supporting him, I'm like, yo, y'all just setting this back another hundred years, man. They supporting him hard body, man. Stephen A. Smith versus Max Kellerman. They yeah. fighting with the white man. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, nah, mercy, man. <laughs> nah, nah, Stephen A. got it right, man. He got it right. Colin Kaepernick, number one, ain't one of us. He used our struggle after he got benched to try and get his job back. And that's what this comes down to, man. It's a uh, Ness is pulling his strings, trying to get him back in the league. And what happened? They said uh, he switched fields at the last second or something like that. Yeah. Because there was no cameras there or something like that. No media. No media. Yeah. Like you didn't think about that beforehand, bro. You had all week to plan that. You wait till an hour beforehand to decide you want media there. Like, it's just poor planning, which means he's just filibustering. That's all that was. He wanted to create a spectacle. Yeah, I mean, but why does he got to go overboard? Like somebody on his team is like, hey, man, the Kunta Kinta shirt is who said the Kunta Kinta shirt was a good idea? Like who told him that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, came out of the Kunta Kinte, the Afro. I'm like, come on, man. This is like, this is like 1990s nigga shit, man. <laughs> Nobody would be on that type time in 2019. So right. Yeah, like Kunta Kinte, bro. This what you doing? Roots. <laughs> he brought up roots. I hate this slave narrative, man. He not no slave, bro. You just got a you just got a settlement from the NFL. Then Nike hit you with the bag. And now you Kunta Kinte? Oh my god, how? How? Yeah, but who's the bigger fool here? Is it us? I think it's us, man. It's us. How could we fall for this shit, man? Like, Roots is a a fucking Hollywood production. And we should see how Harriet Tubman and all this other shit. Apple just spiked the movie because it was about bankers. It wasn't about slaves. So I don't know why we even fucking worried about this shit. And we're supposed like, and we would, people going to be like, look at it, Kunta Kinte, oh, Colin Kaepernick's hard for that. Watch. Yeah, that's not that's not wavy, bro. That's not wavy. Putting Kunta Kinte in your shirt, this fictional character uh, from Hollywood, is not wavy, bro. You know that's not empowerment. You know you should have put on a Shaka Zulu, you know, <laughs> or or Mau Mau Tribe. Put Mau Mau Tribe on your shirt. See how much burn you get. I bet you they never talk to you again. You put Mau Mau on your shirt. Mau Mau scares scares uh the redacted. You know what I mean? Put Ottoman Empire on your shirt. Why you don't want to put the Ottoman Empire on your shirt? You want to put some slave narrative on your shirt. Can we talk about that movie real fast? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so the movie The Banker, I believe, is called Samuel Jackson. Got spiked. Apple said we're not running it no more. You know why? Yeah, I've seen that. It's the son of the, the character in the movie was... Uh, uh, has been accused of uh, less, less than his two half sisters. 
Yeah. Sexual assault allegations. Where have we seen this story before? I mean, it's the same thing that happened to Nate Parker. Yeah. It's the same thing. As soon as a black man try to put out a movie with some empowerment, sexual assault allegations come out of nowhere. They did the same thing to Bill Cosby. As soon as you do some empowerment, here come the assault. You had all these years, you wait till this movie about to hit, and now you got some sexual assault allegations. That is so sneaky, man. They're like, nah, we're gonna We're gonna accuse you of sexual assault, so nobody wants to see it. And then we're gonna shelf it, and then we're gonna send that shit like straight to DVD if it come out. That's crazy. Imagine working on that and it being spiked to the last minute like this. <laughs> he didn't even have a major role in the movie. No, he I mean he was like. I guess they, you know, they said uh, co-producer or some shit like that. Yeah. He wasn't really a co-producer. They just took his name off at the end. Right. He wasn't involved with this like that. But you know what? They said, the, the girl said, they changed the story up a little bit. They they kind of wrote them out. So I think that's probably what they're mad at. Because, you know, in Hollywood, they got to change the story up to, to fit everything, right? Because I think he was divorced. So I think they went with the first wife or some shit like that. Oh, so now these chicks is upset. They not in the movie. Therefore, they can't get their royalty check. And they like, remember that time we was playing house? And got that nigga. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's that's really crazy. crazy. That's really crazy, bro. It's really insane. And that's a movie I was like, oh, we about to get this? And you know me, I, I don't want to spike nothing. I don't want to put no bad voodoo on it. But when I first seen it, I was like, we ain't never going to see this movie, dog. I knew it when I seen the previews. I was like, we ain't never going to see this shit, bro. Sure enough. I thought it was coming. I thought it was coming, man. But I, I had that I had that feeling inside where I was like, man, they're going to they just shelf this for some reason. I, I just... Cause that's what they do, man. Like we supposed to get Madam C.J. Walker next year. Let's see how they bring that out, right? So the Madam C.J. Walker, I'm gonna predict that they're gonna put a, a black guy as a bad guy, right? Just like they did with the Harriet Tubman joint. They made a they made up a fictional character for the Harriet Tubman movie, and made a the slave catcher a black man, and he's the bad guy in the movie, and he didn't even exist. Uh, in the real Harriet Tubman story. So when this, when this, uh, when we see this new movie coming up with Harriet Tubman, we're going to see black men are going to be uh, painted as a villain again. And then we got a uh, queen of the South. I'm probably going to go check that out this weekend. Cause shorty want to go see it. She likes skin. She want to do nice things. So um, what's that about? That's the one about uh, the uh, Bonnie and Clyde story. Uh, they get pulled over by the cop. Oh, right, right, the right, cop. Right, right. That's going to be problematic. <laughs> you know. And then there's another slave movie coming out next year. I think March or May or something like that. Yeah, this time it's flashbacks. I seen that you said you watched the trailer. <laughs> the Jordan uh, Jordan uh, is us and yeah. same producer. Yeah. Ah, 
Tyler Perry better do something, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's bad when Tyler Perry's your last hope. <laughs> he is. God damn, man. They're going to slay movie us to death, man. <laughs> Y'all ain't going. Y'all ain't. Y'all have enough slave movies here. Have some more. <laughs> <laughs> they got to make sure they hit every generation coming, man. They're not gonna miss a single generation. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, turn off Hollywood's man. Uh, a unique Laura uh, showing my favorite hotels on love. I just hope I'm appreciated as a mall does. Love you guys. Four ninety nine. <laughs> Always appreciated as a mall. Thank you. Black Mountain Hotel. Colin was wrong for the Kunta shirt. Uh, Black Mountain Hotel. Colin and Sean King put together make a 20% black man. <laughs> Come on, man. Colin's at least a little bit more. I don't know what Colin is, man. He's from North Africa or some shit like that. Uh, David Connor, $2. Thank you. Super Sean 95. Hotels have been waiting for this all week. Cat, Max, and all those libs are working in the Detroit organization. That has created more black millionaires. That's a lot. That's another theory that you know they're trying to take down the NFL a little bit. No, hey. black millionaires mean nothing. Nothing. No, they're trying to say. Well, he's trying to say that they're trying to hurt the NFL, so it in turn hurt these black men that be able to become millionaires. Yeah, I know what you mean, but like something like 80% of black football players is broke after they leave the league. They got to do 30 for 30 stories on them. These niggas be having millions of dollars. It be gone when they leave the league. I don't know how these cats don't make the flip, bro. You know, Beast Mode was out here trying to teach these cats how to make the flip, but these cats are doing something wrong. So, you know, I don't believe that theory at all the uh the united states runs on the nfl so i don't know how they're going to replace the nfl because all the tv depends on nfl nfl's viewership isn't 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 hurt man they not no mm -mm. these black athletes do nothing but stimulate the economy for the white man <laughs> i do think they're trying to uh at least lessen the importance of football a little bit or like it's too masculine you know they're, they're like <laughs> they can't get away with it because you know they're trying to demasculate the man and they have football so they yeah. have these conflicting uh uh needs right here right so we're gonna get into the the whole uh fight thing that happened saturday right so look at look at uh hockey and look at baseball right white sports white dominated sports in baseball you watch a fight and announces is cracking jokes like it's just another day in hockey it's part of the sport it's written into the rules the last thing they need is some black folks looking masculine they don't want the black man to look masculine and let his testosterone out on the football field or on the basketball court but it's okay if you're white to look masculine so you're right. They are trying to emasculate us in the sport. That is true. Man, I remember back in the day, basketball, 80s, them niggas was throwing left and right, man. <laughs> they had cut that shit out, man. That's because you know, black folks go too far, man. <laughs> <laughs> you saw how ran, our test ran up in the goddamn stands? White man knew that was coming. <laughs> it's, 
that's why they that's exactly why they try to keep us in check because they know we get buck <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> somebody gonna turn it up too far <laughs> <laughs> look yo but you see i mean now the brother that got clocked upside his head said the white man called him the n-word yeah yeah i saw that report and then the white boy apologized to him yeah but he said he never said that he didn't say that yeah he said he didn't say it i don't know who said what i just know that fight was real light and weak <laughs> I, I you know i see my kids have a better fight it was you know that that helmet barely grazed them People are like, oh my God, he's an animal. We gotta throw him in jail. And I'm like, what? Yo, just call a 15-yard penalty, take him off the field, and play ball. Like, y'all doing a little too much, bro. Yeah, so he asked this. Hang his ass, man. Jesus. <laughs> they would have hung him. If this was 1950, they'd have hung his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have been dead. I mean, if 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 he swung his helmet at a black player, I don't think they would have had the same reaction. Oh, hell no. Hell they, no. It wouldn't have had the same reaction. They wanted the handcuffs on that nigga, man. As soon as he walked out the locker room, they wanted the cuffs on him. Yeah. That's uh, assault with a deadly weapon. Dog, it's saying in the rule book, if somebody uses the helmet, it's a 15-yard penalty, lost it down. And uh, he's suspended for a game. It's in the rule book. It's not like we got to make up new rules. We saw it. It's in the rule book. They try to make it. He's out indefinitely. They're going to sit his ass down for a while. He might not play next year, man. They gonna He done for the season. Yeah, but they might. it might go into next year. Absolutely. That's crazy. That's really crazy. They're going to do you like that, man. Then AB came back and apologized. I was like, oh. They want the NFL checks, man. Them checks is nice. <laughs> <laughs> they want them checks. That's why Miles was like, man, I, he can't. Uh, N-word or not, man. White man made you fuck that money up that bad? Shit. <laughs> I know this girl looking at him like, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Messed that money up. She going to leave him for another football player. <laughs> Keep messing around. You messing with her future. That hypergamy gonna kick in. You see them Dre that Dre IG story? Oh yes, I did. <laughs> oh, she's the dumbest bro ever, but she fine as hell. She yeah, shut. She, she didn't have only work she got done is her breasts. I think that's what she said. Yeah. yeah, I mean she probably right. That ass look nice though, boy. She's like, woo. Even Shorty said something like, oh, her booty look nice. I was like, don't it? She was looking right in that Fenty gear. She shut the internet down. She was trending for like a whole day, half a day almost. Oh, that was Fenty? Yeah, she was dead as a Rihanna Fenty uh, Savage clothing, um, lingerie line. Oh, damn, Rihanna getting that money, man. She getting it. She getting it. Over there. <laughs> is she still with the air at bull? Uh the football player? No, oh, yeah, oh, oh no, um um Rihanna. You talking about Rihanna? Yeah. Yeah, I think secretly she's still with him. She's getting that A-Rab money. <laughs> I'm so mad at that. Um 
Reaction PR, Ebro wants a boring prez, said so in a boring tweet. Aox, 99 cents. Thanks for donation. Uh, Aztec Mecca, 777, 777 sequel, oh, SOL. Tuscan tuning in. I'm not black, and I see what Patrice O'Neill called white tricks. <laughs> Patrice O'Neill. Word. David Connie, thanks for $5 donation. Super Sean, 499. CB News Network. What up? Crypto Jim? Blood. That's Crypto Blood. What up, homie? Okay. Checking in from the D. Detroit? Yup. A black man hooked up black Dennis Rodman back in the day. <laughs> Word. He was wild boy. Daniel Hop, judging from the world star, black man really can't punch. The nerd kid in the bathroom ate all 50 of those punches. I blame government soy. <laughs> oh, that video from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I thought they was hazing him or something. I don't know. I didn't see that one. Oh, they just had a, one boy was in the uh, bathroom. They just take a turn and punch on his face. Really? Beat up a white dude? No, it was... It was a katas, man. <laughs> Punching the katas. Oh, so black on black crown? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't see that. I usually try to avoid them type video. Michelle oh. Dumont, 499. Great show. Thanks for coming in. Please hit that share button. Me and Crypto Blood got a, a video we did last week, uh, last Friday. Uh, Bitcoin Zay couldn't make it for the debate. He was traveling. Um, but that's an awesome discussion I had with Crypto Bluff. Anybody interested in economics, finance, um, society, uh, Bitcoin, go check that out. We got two hours of just raw, good conversation. It's right here on this channel. Make sure y'all subscribe and like. Um, uh, the base last night, I ain't watch shit, man. Yeah, I ain't watching that bullshit. They ain't wasting my time. <laughs> oh, the Tree of Logic one was last night, wasn't it? Yeah, the tree logic joint. That was that was the debate to watch. I was Biden said he's against marijuana legalization. It's because he want to block black people up. <laughs> you know, you don't want us to. You don't want us to be free. He's a communist. He's a racist communist. Joe Biden. I want everybody to tweet that tonight, tomorrow. Joe Biden is a racist communist. That's what his problem is, man. How could you not want to legalize marijuana? He says a gateway drug. A gateway drug. He wouldn't know. <laughs> a gateway drug. Uh, I don't know if I believe the gateway drug story. You know, I, I kind of... Uh, yeah, I don't know if I believe, you know, the gateway drug theory. But on the flip side, do you trust the government having the seeds of the, the marijuana plants? No. Hell no. It's soared here. Yeah, I mean, you get that government weed, you don't know what planet you're going to end up on. <laughs> you know? like, I haven't I haven't gotten high in about a week, man. I'm, I'm leaving it alone, man, because I, I don't know what's government and what's homegrown. And where the seeds coming from so i'm not even touching it bro like if i do it's gonna be on occasion from now on man but i don't think i'm gonna be a regular smoker anymore dog i can't trust them. once the government get involved in something it's over you know they gonna and then they said the new legalization they said uh i think chad said uh um 
five percent tax. Yeah. Like man, they just put they they hand it. Uncle Sam has got to put put, <laughs> put his wallet wallet and everything, bro. Like damn, chill out. Like it's like that's why I hate when they start legislating stuff because it always come with a caveat, you know. It's like yeah, legalize, but we gotta take a cut. <laughs> So it's money, man. <laughs> so, so I mean, like some states got something like a 30 to 40 percent tax on it. So you got the 30 to 40 percent plus the federal tax, which is going to be another five percent. So you're going to pay damn near 50 percent tax on your weed legally, dog. What? That's crazy. one thing. In Pennsylvania, these dispensaries. Yeah. They're busy as shit, dog. Oh, I know it. <laughs> My goodness, it's like nine o'clock. Oh. Open up like nine o'clock. Motherfuckers is there every every day. Every lined day. up. Lined up. Lined up. I know jokers, they they be spending two 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 hundred two hundred dollars. They be pushing their bills on Snapchat. Bag full of government. <laughs> <laughs> White man just taking their money, man. <laughs> I remember I went out to Colorado for 420 and uh, we went to a, like, I want to say at least six or seven dispensaries. And this one dispensary, you could tell it was the Nignog one because um, this security was extra heightened. Um, the wait was extra long. You had to wait in this waiting room before you got to the next room. And everybody in there just looked like they was on welfare. And I had to tap the homie on the shoulder. I was like, yo, we, let's go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't gotta, we don't gotta sit here and wait for no boy. We're in Colorado. There's plenty of dispensaries, dog. But some about that spot. I guess we was in, you know, the hood or whatever okay. of, of Denver. I guess wherever we were in Denver was the hood because they was all in there just waiting in line. And and it they had a, a TV dedicated to telling you your wait time. And I think the wait time was like 30 minutes or something like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, damn, y'all gonna sit here and wait for weed like that? Ain't got Postmates or nothing, mom. Can't drop that shit off though. Um, drone, we we drone delivery business is what I'm looking to get into. Okay. Um, that's my next venture. So I got, you know, I'm in Bitcoin. I'm in uh, the Apple App Store. Um, I'm closing the AI deal soon. Okay. AI surveillance. Yeah. Facial recognition. I'm closing that deal uh, early next month. And then I'm coming for the drones. Hotep Tech, we coming. We, yeah, we coming strong, man. I'm telling you. But I think uh, drone delivery is the next big... Uh, I wanted to buy a drone, but I had to pay my niece's rent. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> she got a nignog for a man. So he couldn't make the he couldn't make the rent this month. So I had to cover the bill. If he the drones coming down the price, I thought I read something. There was cheap drones getting manufactured. Now. I don't want no cheap shit. I'm, I'm looking for the DJI. The one I want costs like two racks. Yeah. I'm going to put it on layaway. <laughs> But that hasn't come down from when they first came out. 
Yeah, I mean, technology, that just happens around the board with technology, you know, but if you want the updated version, it's still going to be at a higher price. But, you know, like the Mavic Pros are still like in a $1,500 range. Um, you know, I, I want to use mine mostly for uh, video capture to record my kids' uh, games, you know. Um, but uh, drone delivery is going to be the next big business. They say that... When you look out your window, especially in big cities, you're just gonna see drones everywhere. You know, like in the futures, uh, futuristic uh, movies, we always see like flying cars, yeah. and they're everywhere, like Judge Dredd. So swap out the cars with drones, and that's what our skies are about to be looking like. So yeah, yeah. I remember LP has a song. I think Drones Over Brooklyn. I think. Oh yeah. Way back in the day. Um, but yeah, that's the future is now, I guess. Oh, the future is right now, dog. The future is right now. Mary O'Donnell, um, Hotel Jesus and Crypto Blood impromptu discussion was really good. Five dollar donation. Appreciate yeah. you. I love Mary. Daniel Hawk, after my first smoke at 26 year old, the only other drug I tried is Adderall. Both should be legal now. I'm 36. Thank you. You ever, had, you ever had Adderall before? Me, no. Oh, that shit is the, the best. <laughs> oh my God. Adderall is like uh you ever seen that movie Limitless? Yeah. It's the limitless pill, dog. Yeah. That should be opening your brain circuits up. Um, matter of fact, my marketing book, I wrote that shit on Adderall, dog. <laughs> I, I sat down and like knocked out 50 pages in like three hours. Oh, on yeah. Adderall, you know, and it, the, 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 the drug was so good. I remember somebody gave me some in Miami, so I popped it before my flight. And uh, I was reading a book on my flight. And I didn't stop reading the book, not even to pick my head up, maybe for drink refreshments. Right. And when I when we landed, I closed the book. And the person next to me looked over at me like, yo, who the fuck is this nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like a three-hour flight, you know, from Miami to, to, to uh, New York. And they just looked at me like, yo, this nigga must be on something. Yes, I was on Adderall, and that shit was beautiful. It's been about a year since I had Adderall. Um, I, I don't think you should probably take it. I think it probably is fucking something up in your head. Right. It, it's, it's a methamphetamine. Okay. So ain't nothing good about it, but boy, you, yo, bro, you take that, you will clean the whole house. It's, I mean, it had you focused. I, you know, I used to, uh, I had a, you know, after I would do my work, it had like a lingering effect where you're still kind of focused. And I started playing chess on it. My chess game went to the next level on Adderall. You know what I mean? They need to start doing, um, drug tests on chess players to see if they taking that drug because i'm sure some of them is popping adderall before they before they chess matches dog because that shit is crazy that's the that's the law school drug and um and uh doctors and lawyers they they take adderall in college to get through uh college yeah 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 they do a lot of studying i know uh i don't know if you follow wayno um not wayno no, i forget not wayno not um what the hell was his name? This was one brother from Texas. He just passed his bar exam. Uh, oh, yeah. They did a lot of study. A lot of study. Um, okay. Yeah. 
You getting your belt, belt birth control? You getting it done, man? Hell no! <laughs> Come on, man. Hell no! I looked up the uh male birth control story and I saw the Masonic code and I knew what time it was. It say uh, it says right here. Uh, it lasts thirteen years. What's what's more is the new contraceptive loses its potency after 13 years. When you see that number 13, you're talking about the Masons. You're talking about Freemasonry. They didn't say 12. They didn't say 14. They said 13, just like the 13 colonies that the Masons created. And that's what that is. That that I, yo, and it says uh has a 97% accuracy based upon the seven months that they were testing it. In India, they inject you with it, and it's supposed to be uh, preventing sperm from exiting the testicles. Dog. So you just busting out air. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what's going on or what you shooting out. But I don't want nothing to do with that. It's that, um, it's that eugenics uh, population control thing coming down a pipe. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, let's say this thing gets approved, right? You know what's going to happen next? They're going to start slipping this shit into vaccines. They're going to start poking people in Africa with this thing and say, oh, we didn't know nothing about it. But that's what's, that's what's going to be, that's what's going to happen once this drug comes down the pike. <clears throat> Yo, um, you know what's going to happen? All these, um, White liberals are gonna start getting in, you know, the, the soy boys, right? Yeah. Then these white folks are gonna be talking about, oh, white, uh, white, uh, white decline. Where are all the white people going? <laughs> First of all, y'all stop fucking. And y'all start taking this birth nut ass birth control. Black men ain't doing it. I remember this. <laughs> listen, I remember this guy that helped us right for years. Right. He had two kids, like right back to back. He went and got his shit snipped. I was like, what? And he walked in, like he walked in like he was coming into work the next day. Then he had lasted for like an hour. He had to take his ass home. His shit was fucked up, right? Wow. Oh. It was just sore. I remember yeah. telling the girl at the time, like, this guy got his shit snipped after two kids. She was like, you might think that would day one day. I'm like, hell no. I'm like, what? Do black men get their shit snipped, man? Hell no, man. Nah. You're out like a soldier, man. If you're 60 and not so <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to have to have another baby. We're going to have to have another accident. Fuck it. You know, it's not, you're not about to put no scissors near my stuff. That's wild. Mm-mm. Yeah, and, and I think abortion is wild, too. You know, it, Going under the knife is just something that's really, uh, really weird to me that people volunteer to go under the knife and allow people to go inside their body and do stuff. It's just like outside of like emergency purposes. I don't understand why people would do that, man. You know, it's. It's, it's disgusting, man. But, I, you know, this this birth control thing looked like the Tuskegee experiment all over again. Yeah, so don't do it. Chat, black man, Uganda, Uganda, y'all out there in Uganda, do not mess around with this stuff. Man. Do not mess around. <laughs> Let them know. 
We gotta reach the people, man. Word, you gotta let them know. Let your people know. Spread the word. Um, Black Mountain Hotel. Uh, what are your thoughts on AG one artificial uh, artificial general intelligence? They tell us singularity's been five, fifteen years. I think it's pretty much here. Broke, yeah, uh, the real hotepanize. Yeah, that's well. Me and um, Crypto Blood, we we spoke about that uh, last Friday. You know what's coming with uh, AI. I don't. I don't. I do, and I don't see it. I, I still see. I still see humans needing to play a role. For example, today I saw a story come out, and he said the AI can't tell the difference between trans and non-binary people. <laughs> Duh, because it's only two genders, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> the AI smarter than a liberal. <laughs> Say. It, it, it's trying to tell you, like, look, that's a man and that's a woman, you know, and it's going based upon the the stereotypes of what a man and a woman look like. Um, I think AI is going to be dangerous to an extent, and it's going to do a lot of calculations. It's just that I'm a firm believer in intuition, spirit, God, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and I feel like uh, – AI is definitely so so we gotta go with uh we gotta go with uh Terminator movies, right? In the end, the Terminator does cause destruction, blah 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 blah, but John Connor succeeds, right? I feel like we still have an instinct that will make us unpredictable. The computer is gonna be able to predict our moves, but I feel like that intuition is gonna make things unpredictable. And I don't think the computer can can account for that. But Crypto Blood showed me this video where the AI was uh, playing StarCraft against uh, a, the the world champions, and them dudes got their ass whoop. <laughs> they got their ass whoop. AI, you know, they said it was best of three. Man, the first match. AI said, yo, we got a 67% chance of winning or something like that. Five minutes into the match, AI was like, yeah, we got this. <laughs> Ten minutes later, they lost or something like that. Then the second match came around. AI said, based upon the characters they pick, it's like 60% chance to win. Five minutes into the match, AI was like, nigga, we got this. 99% chance winning. 97% something stupid like that. And whooped their ass in about 10, 15 minutes. Wasn't even no competition. Um, so yeah, AI, there's, I can't say there's no dangers coming. Um, you know, I'm just a firm believer in people, um, firm believer in intuition, but we're going to lose a few battles before we win. Let's put it like that. It's going to whoop our ass until we win. It's going to be some Terminator type shit, man. We, we definitely going to, we're going to fuck up somewhere. Yeah, and there has to be some infrastructure for them to even get that far. Because, you know, like, just for, like, the, the the self-driving cars, like, they can't put it everywhere because not all the roads are good. Like, in Pennsylvania, it won't fly because the roads are too fucking bad. You know, it, in places, states where they got good roads, it, like, all lined up and smooth, where, and the lines are defined so the cameras can see, yeah, it works. But in other states, it's not going to work so good. So, you know, the infrastructure has to come up 
it's going to be decades, you know? No, no. The infrastructure doesn't need to change. The technology is going to adapt. The, the, the cameras are going to become so good. Yeah, the cameras are going to get better. You know, they're going to pick different sensors. These things are going to start using radar, you know, some new technology to pick up cars. They don't, the, the, the AI is not going to need lines in the future. In the next two years, they're not going to need lines. You know, the AI, Tesla, you know, my parents just caught the Tesla. That thing is, uh, you know, that thing currently needs lines, you know, to drive itself. But, you know, another two years, they're going to have that software tweaking, man, where it's just going to be picking up, you know, little granules of, you know, it's going to see the road. Yeah. You know, it's going to have heat mapping and all types of stuff. Do you think, when do you think automated cars is going to be like, like the electric car today? When do you think, how long it's going to take? Uh, the only thing holding it back right now is government regulation. So, well, niggas are still dying. Niggas are still falling asleep. We're still being getting hit by a car, man. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just got killed like last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Across the street, you won. That automated car is like <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're saying completely automated, right? Where. You well, don't even completely automated. Well, like there's enough on the road to be comparable to like like the Teslas of the, of the new electronic car wave that we have today. Like the 20, start of it. 2022. 2022. Yeah. Because uh, technology goes based upon an exponential curve. And uh, the better it gets, the faster it gets better. So 2020 is going to be a huge year. 2021 is going to be a huge year, but I, I, I say in two years, dog, in two years, um, uh, what's the name just unveiled one? Who is it? Um, they got a, was it a Mustang I saw? Well, I mean, well, we got to think about adoption, right? So we got to factor in adoption. So maybe 10 years because, you know, people got to actually be able to afford to buy these things. Um, where is it? I want to say they had a Mustang. No, no, my bad. It's called a, a Ford Mach-E. Oh, yeah, it's a Mustang. My bad, yep. Ford Mustang Mach-E. So, you know, yeah, it's electronic, you know, and it's supposed to be competing with the Tesla. So, you know, if uh, the white man making it, you know, um, good old Ford, I love Ford, you know, uh, I love Henry Ford. That's the homie, you know, good, good guy. Uh, but uh, one of my favorite white people ever. Uh, but uh, I think once you know that the U.S., you know, I don't count Elon Musk as being U.S. Okay. He's just he's he's different and he's not even from the U.S. Uh, I think he's from South Africa, which makes him Dutch or something like that. But I think once the American gets in the game, Ford. You know, it's it's kind of letting you know, but you know, then you got to think about like adoption, right? What does Crypto Blood say? Crypto Crypto Blood, what you think, man? If he's still here, when do you think we're gonna get a uh, full adoption? Probably ten years, man. Probably ten years, we'll have full adoption because you figure people—that's about the curve when people turn in their cars. I think people turn in their cars something like every five to seven years uh -huh. or something like that. So, yeah. 
So probably t- 10 years max. He yep. said, how do you charge all the cars? Well, the chargers are going to be replacing it. Well, they operate like gas stations. I think it takes like 30 minutes to charge. And then you get a charger installed in your home. You installed in your home and you yeah, charge and it. Down I'm at, you know, the p- little parking area, they got all electronic hookups. Yeah. You know, so all the up and coming, you know, the towns are going to like, I live in this kind of, it's becoming gentrified. You know, I, I moved over this side of town, right? Because I, I, I wanted, to, like, I grew up in you know, a white neighborhood, I told you. you know, yeah. I moved to this town. I was like, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a live where the black folks live, right? <laughs> I mean, it was cool. There was some crazy moments. I'm like, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But now all of a sudden, <laughs> gentrification is cool. Then it came, found you. <laughs> all the black folks start leaving. <laughs> They run it from Uncle Hotel. <laughs> they so they start building three hundred thousand dollar houses around here. <laughs> and now all the black folks. Now I'm not in the black neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I ain't, I ain't moving again, man. <laughs> Dude, the other day, um, now this summer. I, I saw uh, a black man walking down the street with his white girlfriend walking to the gas station looking for Lucy's. I said, it's time to move. Lucy's. <laughs> <laughs> I said, y'all about to walk in his hot sun to the gas station for some Lucy's? I said, nah, it's time for me to move. Holy shit, man. That's crazy. Be- if you're gonna get you a white girl, get you a good clean white girl. Don't get you no black white girl that know how to twerk. <laughs> Nobody want no black white girl. Get you a good clean white girl, white girl. Oh man. He got himself a trailer park girl. Another this is another bad review coming, courtesy <laughs> of Jesus. <laughs> Apple reviews, please leave positive Apple reviews. We need a five-star review. <laughs> I looked at the review you talk about. You write it's definitely there. They... <laughs> the, the title was Bigots. <laughs> it says these brothers seriously equated child rape with homosexuality. Talking about Christopher Columbus brought homosexuality to these shores. Fuck you, bigots. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? Argue with history? He said, Hotep, best voice in the game. He said, Hotep is real as fuck, but this co-host needs to be authentic. Oh, he's talking about you laughing. We can't laugh? (laughs) Now you give us a one-star review for laughing, yo. It's a tough crowd. Um, Playing conservative traps, blissfully ignorant, speaks in third person. What? Not worth the price. This shit's free, dog. The world is a dumber place with this podcast in existence. He's going for unpopular opinion, irreverence. He achieves nothing but wasting 24 minutes of my life. You only watch 24 minutes? I mean, listen. Hilariously bad. This is the worst podcast I've ever heard. Delete this entire series. Just sexist bum ranting about his hate. 
Yeah, I am. I am sexist. He's right. <laughs> so y'all gotta show us some love. Five star review on Apple, please, y'all. <laughs> and put my name in it, cause everybody likes Uncle Hotep more than me. <laughs> so put five star review. I like Hotep Jesus. <laughs> Say, cause my P. I lost eight thousand followers in the past two weeks. I done blocked three thousand people. I'm losing my popularity. Man, I only go on your timeline. I'm like, I already know what's going to hit before, man. You going, you going drive the state and conservative Twitter, and here they come. And here you go you block button. I'm like, I'm like, I'm going my alternative news list today, man. I'm not messing with this guy. I'll be setting them up, yo. Yeah, I gotta set them up for the block. I gotta purge. I gotta. I have to purge my followers for 2020 because the 2020 plan. I'm switching up. You know, 2020, we going into Hotep Con mode, and it's time to get serious with 2020. So I want the people that are still here to really be people that are here that that understand us, that love us. So I'm purging my timeline of uh weak conservatives. I want strong conservatives, people that allow me to have alternative views, but um people that can't keep their opinions to themselves, I gotta get rid of them, man. You know, gotta get rid of them. Yo, they still sitting in in Syracuse, man. <laughs> they still in? They still on sit-ins, man. Eight hours ago, that the the sit-in was still student protesters. The students say it's not enough. They're waiting for all their demands to be met. What are their demands? Hold on. I know one of the demands is for dormitory. They want to be able to 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 have a non-white option. <laughs> They don't want a room with white folks no more. <laughs> this, is, I, this is what I don't understand. Like, why do we have to legislate self segregation when you're gonna do that shit anyway? Anyway, your first year you're gonna you're gonna pick a roommate. You can pick your roommates and find out who you want to live with. Just like with neighborhoods, people automatically they live like I just told you. I try to live in a black neighborhood. Now it just got gentrified. People, that's what people do. But y'all want to make rules and laws for this shit, man. I'm like, what is fucking wrong with y'all, man? This goes for the white folks in the 60s and the black folks of the day ask for this shit. (laughs) For who? For what? Niggas don't know science? (laughs) My daughter told me, and um, she said in the lunchroom, they segregated. She said... (laughs) The white kids sit with the white kids. The black kids sit with the black kids. She said one white girl sits with the, with her and her black friends. And um, I said, why the white girl sit with y'all? She said, I don't know. I think she had a fight with some of the white girls. <laughs> they <don't> like <laughs> So that's how you become the token white. When the whites think you're not, you know, classy enough or rich enough or bougie enough or white enough or whatever the fuck it is. So they got that one white girl that hangs out with them. The Indians hang with Indians. The Spanish hang with the Spanish. The Asians hang with the Asians. People self-segregate. That's what we do. There's nothing wrong with it. I was just a little upset my daughter was sitting with the black kids. (laughs) But her friends are all African, so I was happy about that. See, there you with your 80 ADOS hate, man. I'm calling Yvette. I'm calling Tone on your ass. This is the bullshit we're talking about. Man. White people don't let your kids hang out with no ADOS. 
tell them sit with the Africans and the Caribbean kids. That's the good blacks. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see? We gonna get to the Syracuse shit, but did you see um the the uh stand up from the lady from the UK? No, I didn't see. Lady from the UK got this joke. She said, uh, she said, um, I'm not like you blacks here in America. I'm not afraid of cops. She was like, when I see cops, I pull the cop over. She said, she pulled the cop over. She said, I seen you follow me for 20 minutes or not or something like that. She's like, why were you following me? He said, and she's saying this in a UK accident accent. So he said, Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were black. <laughs> <laughs> she chocolate his ass. Yeah, I'm tired, man. <laughs> <laughs> they know it's a difference. It's over for Ados, man. Yeah. yeah. Unless they pull it together, like we pull it together. I'm talking about myself, part of it, but unless they pull it together to, uh, you know, not just ask for reparations, you got to do other shit, man. That, that conferences just for that, what you ain't gonna get no money, and they ain't gonna cut you on nothing anyway. And most likely, if they do cut something, they're cutting it for everybody. Yeah, but it's just gonna let it, he's gonna give it to everybody. That's what Buddha gets said, huh? Buddha said he giving it to everybody. Well, Elizabeth Warren and then Elizabeth Warren said, uh, that she would consider L, uh, I think LGBT, uh, reparations and stuff. <laughs> God. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? The ADOS has to work on other things besides this big thing, you know? And no, no. I don't think Yvette and Tone get that, man. No, they can't. They can't. Why can't they? They can't. They can't do that. Why? Um, uh, well, propaganda doesn't work like that. So, all right. So let me reverse that. You're right. They do need to do more things, but the way propaganda works and moving stupid people and mobilizing stupid people, they they got like, so I'm reading this band, this book from a very bad guy and he's talking about propaganda and, um, and in his book, he's talking about how propaganda works. And he said, you have to focus around one thing because people are so stupid, they get lost if you try to give them too much things to follow. So ADOS as an organization needs to focus on one thing, but the ADOS need to be multifaceted. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because they keep crying about Hollywood roles and shit like that. (laughs) Shut up, man. We shouldn't even be watching this shit in the first place, man. Right. You know, and you'll, you know, because they're getting involved in that um, dispute with uh, Tariq Byron Allen. Oh, Byron. Byron. Why? He's Ados. So, uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So they supporting him. Supporting him. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. know, Diddy was getting involved, and Yvette was talking about Diddy getting involved. And I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's television, yo. Right. First of all, we need to be turning that shit the fuck off. Right. <laughs> Just, right. That's I swear, man. You know, it, it's their stats to support it. You know, but black people watch African Americans watch significantly more television than everybody else is in America. Yeah, I think it's like more than twenty percent or something like that. Women lead. Black women lead. 
Later than watching them stories, man. <laughs> basketball wives of Hollywood or whatever it is. Basketball wives of ADOS. Yeah, because the old heads was watching like the uh the 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 soaps. Right. And the younger generation, they watched a love and hip hop and all this shit. Yeah, it was all my children or whatever. And then, yeah, now this new generation is on reality TV, which isn't even reality TV. My homeboy was on um, was on one of those reality TV shows, and he said uh, what they did with one of them episodes is they grabbed a girl, they paid for her drinks, got her drunk, then dropped her off at her by, um, where the enemy was at. <laughs> what? Yeah, they got her drunk, right? And then, and then, you know, put her in the car and then dropped her off at the same bar where this girl she got beef with was at. Okay. Dropped her off there and then pulled the cameras out. So it's it's rigged and set up to make people beef. You know what I mean? But the drinks is free, the ride is free. They just setting you up to create drama and they put the battery in your back and drop you off like, you know, like dropping a goldfish inside an Oscar tank. And then watch y'all just you know go at it. You know, like Siamese fighting fish. Uh, super chats. Uh... Bura says, "Bring back Alex Jones. Love you being on Infowars. You talked to him lately? Uh, nah. I sent Rex. Rex got a Hotep Nation hat. His son. Okay. I sent his son a hat. I sent him riding around in the tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones told me I could go whenever I want. Okay. So if you want that, let me know. You know what I mean? We get Uncle Hotep up there. You know what I mean? We got the plug." Daniel Hawk, did you see the graphine graphene battery pack thousand uh ma recharges in 18 minute outputs 100 watts? The battery tech in the next five years is gonna be crazy. Yeah, I read about that. Yeah, I saw that headline. Yeah, energy's gonna be crazy. Energy's a good sector to get into. Did them Tesla home batteries um get better or are they I remember yeah. with those Tesla batteries in it? Like in theory, you could like get like um solar panels and you, you could charge the battery and it would be charged like during the day or you could run you could run it on um you could run during peak hours you could run it off the battery your whole house off the battery and shit like that yeah solar tech isn't there yet it, you know like if you ever look at uh somebody's house that gets powered by solar tech it'd be a big ass panel you know what I mean? And several of them just to power one home. Yeah. So solar tech isn't there yet. So that's not exactly feasible. I mean, you, I mean, technically, I guess if you leave your car outside, you could charge it. But if you have an expensive car like that, I don't know why you'd want to leave it outside. You know, but solar tech isn't there yet. Maybe when it gets there, that's possible. Um, Chad had a five hour dinner party, just ended falling back where I belong watching HBTY. Sky. Five hour dinner parties. He do yo Chad living it up. <laughs> Chad, let me tell you how Chad a fraud, right? I'm gonna tell you how Chad a fraud. Chad hit me like, yo, bro, I gotta go to Brazil. It's work. Oh <laughs> I'm like, Chad, get through in my head. I'm like, Chad, get your ass out of here. And then what I get from Chad, he's sending me these beautiful pictures. <laughs> <laughs> He he out here barbecuing. I'm about to I'm about to expose Chad or Hotez bitch told you. Hold on, let me look at this. Reserve look at this, y'all. Look, look how Chad doing it. Huh? <laughs> he got the work. <laughs> 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 
Huh? Chad, I'm exposing you on live. Hold up. Wait, let me show you his Chad view. Yeah, we talk. Look at this. Goat? Is that goat lamb? Look at that. Beautiful. Look at this. Talking about, oh, I got work. <laughs> I wish I had work. <laughs> Shout out to Chad, man. Uh, Chad, dollar ninety nine. With all the BS on TV, I live for the laughter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, them Syracuse jokers, man. I don't know. It seemed like every year, every year college year, there's some hoaxes, and like I guess somebody, some fraternity called some some cat some the N word, and they got all frizzied up. And you know, I, I seen a guy tweet, and he said he went to Syracuse, and he said. That's why we don't go no we don't go there no more. When we went there, blacks home with blacks, white home with whites. And just like we told you, I'm like, mm. what is your what's the problem? <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't I don't get it, man. I did I just don't get it. I, I don't get like why some of these cats want to be included in everything. Yeah. They'll they'll scream this black, pro-black, I'm black, this, that, and a third. But as soon as the white man say, okay, you're black, well, stay your black ass over there. Now they've got a problem with it. Mind right. you, they're not doing anything to them. They're just hanging with the other themselves. Right. I, I mean, no, it, it just it just makes no sense because they want to talk the black struggle and all this stuff we went through, and it was segregation. <laughs> and Hotep said segregation was good. We said it from the gate. Stay with your black self. The white man's ice ain't colder. But no, y'all wanted to follow behind Martin. Y'all follow behind Martin. Y'all got integrated. Now y'all talking about y'all want to be integrated no more. Y'all got to make up your mind. You know, I'm not here to struggle for somebody that went to Syracuse University. That shit costs like 60 a year. This is some, something crazy, man. Yeah. You were lucky to be there. <laughs> nigga, are you serious? I'll write nigga on the wall for him. My first day in school, I'm all right. My nigga, <laughs> right on the bathroom wall, I'm here now. Like, you should be happy you're at Syracuse, this privileged university. Most of us end up at community college, and it's on the bathroom wall. You ever been in New York or see what's written on the bathroom wall? <laughs> like, you know, I could understand if they started marching with KKK hoods on or something like that. You know, it started you know, burning crosses in front of your dorm or something like that. But it's just something that was written on it. So now we have to say there's a possibility of a hoax, right? Yeah. But forget all that. Let's go to the nitty gritty, right? Now, if we go to uh, this character's uh, Twitter, his name is uh, Zeli Imani, right? Now, we go to Zeli Imani, he has... Uh, a timeline of the events and the timeline of events go hashtag not again SU timeline incidents uh, November 7th 2019 the bathrooms in day hall floors four and six were vandalized with racist slurs and graffiti that targeted black and Asian students light fixtures were broken vandalized and placed in toilets all right so some lights and some 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 markers right 11 13 5 30 p.m. Uh, derogatory graffiti targeting the Asian community was found in a physics building. 
11 14 uh, a swastika was found drawn in the snow near 505 walnut so so far only 33 percent of these incidents were the black community 11 14 day hall floor three was vandalized with racist graffiti targeting asian community so now we got 25 percent <laughs> is black right let's continue 11 16 haven hall was vandalized with uh graffiti towards asian community now we're down to 20 percent report of swastika graffiti in haven hall where a student yelled racial slurs targeting african-americans now we're back to 25 percent a large group of individuals, uh, alcohol, Chiro, uh, verbally attacked African American using N word. All right. So what we know is, Asians was involved, and uh, the Jewish community was involved. Now, when we go to the picture of the sit-in, I don't see no Asian people around. <laughs> you want to know why? Because they're studying their math homework. <laughs> Got time for that bullshit. They got their parents kicked their fucking ass, man. Their parents <laughs> their ass. Mr. Chen will kick your ass. Imagine you Chinese and you call home and you say, Yo, dad, they wrote some racial slurs in the bathroom. You know what a Chinese dad gonna say? Take your ass to class. <laughs> call me back when you graduate. See, the Chinese are gonna get your ass back later. Somebody, one of my followers, they said they're gonna get your ass back later with your um hospital bill. <laughs> that's how they get the payback. But that's real. That's how you get payback against racism. You put yourself in a position of power and you flex power. These sit-ins asking for segregation. I saw one one of the uh asks was they wanted a counselor. They said, expel anyone involved in racist incidents. Fine. Okay, I get that. Hire more counselors that represent marginalized groups. Now y'all need a, need a shoulder to cry on. You at Syracuse. You need a shoulder to cry on. One thing I'll say is, you know, you know, Syracuse, New York, you know, it's it's a different environment for, I think, a lot of these black kids. You know, they come from, like, cities. And this is their first time around, really around white folks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know if they're getting intimidated or, you know, um, this is their defense mechanism or something like that. I don't, I don't know, um, but it, <laughs> they're doing too much, man. And if it was that such a that big of a problem, they should have went to a different school, right? Should have went to HBCU. You know, you know, they got that Syracuse money. And they're going to take their bougie ass to Syracuse. <laughs> they're going to have these Daniel, these bougie ass problems up in Syracuse. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on, bro. You are privileged to be at Syracuse. I wish my daughter would tell me about some shit in the bathroom she saw. <laughs> I'd have told her ass, did you write cracker underneath? <laughs> Call me back when you write cracker underneath. Like, what the fuck, you know, like, and who's to say that these racial slurs are written by white people? Asians is racist, too. Don't make me pull up the footage where the Asian was whooping your ass in the nail salon. Smacking your grandma over the head with a broom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you read about that. Uh, 
J.B. Highs, let me get this straight. Students self-segregate based on race, and then they complain about segregation at Syracuse White School. They should have went to Everest or Howard. Twelve dollar donation. Right, right. Who's this Keaton Gore? How you do that? He got the, all the fancy shit. <laughs> See, that's why we need white people. They always find the new shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. I did. I did get the email from YouTube about that though. I never seen it before. He found it. He put mood. Shout out to Keaton. Appreciate you. I appreciate everybody that watches our streams. But um, this is why we got to support Hotep Nation because um, we are the bridge. I mean, you either got sit-ins or Brandon Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> These this are your choices. And you don't want Brandon Tatum because the black community ain't going to listen to him. You know what I mean? We need somebody that understands the black problems but provides the right solutions. Yeah, because we got people in colleges. We got them. Yeah. People in colleges all over America. Yeah. And the black kids be complaining too. <laughs> How many times you've seen, I think my professor is hotep? <laughs> <laughs> you need to pay attention. <laughs> well, but we got students too. Yeah. A couple young bucks in, 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 enrolled in, in, in some universities. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, Dell State University. Go look that up. Hotep G's. Actually, no, I was Ali Shakur then. I got to go change that. Ali Shakur was at Dell State University, man. And they brought me down to speak for the, um, I guess they had like a black student unit organization. So they, they, they said, yo, can we get Ali Shakur to come speak? This is when I was on my militant shit. He was like, yo, we need Ali Shakur to come speak to these Nick Nas. <laughs> man. I landed on that campus in five minutes. The professor left. <laughs> Man, another five minutes, a black girl left. Another black girl left. The black girls left after I told them they shouldn't be watching TV. She was like, well, what about you? That was the whole tip she did. <laughs> you know how I was back then. I was on my, man, I was so upset. Cause uh, afterwards the kids um, made me dinner. You know they said, "Yeah, we made you dinner." You know I just wanted some motherfucker Waffle House, right? <laughs> but I was on my, you know, you know, teaching about holistic foods and all of that. Man, they had this vegan dinner set up for me. I was mad as hell. Oh man! And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I, you know, I was gracious and everything, but they had them. <laughs> They had green pepper stuffed with quinoa. And all I wanted was some waffle in it. <laughs> I was like, I'm such a fraud. I done got these kids, <laughs> got these kids on, on campus going through this vegan diet. Man, one of our hoteps left after we went with the MAGA route. Shout out to Jalen. He's like, man, this ain't what hotep stood for. I ain't signed up for this. I'm like, you right, man. Don't listen to us, man. Go be hotep for real. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even mad at you. Fuck me, man. But he didn't get the play. That's what it was. He didn't get the bag of play. He didn't. It's, it's like you got to keep your option open. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, man. If it, the game's already rigged, you know what I'm saying? So you got to go on a winning team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes you got to go on a winning team, you know? Um, but 
he didn't see where America was going. No. He didn't know that politics was going to become pop culture. Yeah, that's yeah. what it has become, man. It's like, you know, and our message, he didn't realize that our message was a conservative message. Our message didn't change. It's just so happened that it aligned with white people. And, you know, I, you know, oh, Ali Shakur wasn't fucking with white people, though. You know what I mean? I was I was definitely on, on some racist shit. I was bugging. I was definitely tripping. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Um, but I was on some hate whitey shit. So when I stopped my hate whitey shit, he was like, yo, this ain't even Ali Shakur no more. I'm like, I'm sorry. yo, I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, but he didn't he didn't see the play. Like, look how big we got making that play. Right. You can't get big fucking with the Akata and the Shine. You can't. You limit your audience. Right. And the audience, the black audience, ain't ready to have productive conversations. Not on a political level, no. No. They want to talk about black struggle. They want to talk about sports and sex. And, and music and that's that's really like a kid's conversation you know and we're older so like those are i don't i don't participate in black twitter because the comp like like what was the highlight this week dre's ass megan was Meg with trey songs megan with trace <laughs> with trace songs lizzo uh, and her bullshit. oh lizzo and ari lennox they had agreed about the uh soul train awards <laughs> Right. Some soul trains would be between two black women. <laughs> like, it's just a whole bunch of shit I'm not interested in, you know? So, like, how am I supposed to rise in prominence within culture? Not black culture. A culture. World international culture. You can't do that with black people, man. You know? Like, I saw, I saw somebody in black Twitter. It was Philly the Boss. And he said, he said, the worst mistake I ever had was pigeonholing myself in the um black into black Twitter. He said, I, how do I get out of black Twitter? You ever seen him say that? That tweet? No, I didn't. I, didn't I, I follow him, too. Yeah. He said he wanted to get out of black Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, you can't gain no followers in black Twitter without talking about some bullshit. And I'm not talking about no bullshit, you know. So when I found God, when I found my spirit, I realized that hating white people was wrong and I had to grow up. And um, I realized that you can't grow within the black community. There's not enough ears paying attention. And in order to get the in order to get the ears of successful black people or black people on the right path, you have to enter conversations that white people are having. And it's and they're not even white conversations. They're productive conversations, just that white people are having, them, you know, but black Twitter, they just want to get online and have fun. Yeah. It definitely is. There's definitely a difference between white Twitter and black Twitter. Yeah. Even the jokes. Even the, even the, even the white Twitter accounts that do just do jokes. It's way different than um, black Twitter. Black Twitter. They all they they try to fry some white. <laughs> yeah. White Twitter they just trying to make a funny joke. You don't have to be anybody in particular. But black Twitter. Somebody's getting fried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They on somebody's ass. Whoever's getting it for that day, man. Like I, 
I've been on it. We've both been the the subject of fucking Black Twitter's hate. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want that. It's time you got to log off for the rest of the day. Watch at least for two, three days. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they might pull it back up. <laughs> they pull it back up from 2016 and rehash it on a slow day. I seen somebody today. They was like. Is Uncle Hotep's daughter mulatto? Like, <laughs> block? Like, nigga, what are you talking about, yo? We making black babies out here. That's what we do. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, I, I don't get that. You know, I, I don't. Like, what kind of weirdo shit is true? <laughs> you worried about another man dick? Like, who does that? That's why I wish uh, we should stop dick watching, man. Like, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't understand it. It's like, with that, it's like, if, but if you saw some, uh, uh, like, like D-Ray, and he had a black, a, a boyfriend, his boyfriend's black, you wouldn't say anything about him. You wouldn't say a goddamn word. Right. Not nothing. Yeah. Y'all, I, that's why I think a lot of times it's like the easy, it's the easy, um, it's the easy joke. Right. You know, about kids and shit like that. Yeah. I don't even kids. I know some people get uh, all amped up in it, but I know black people, so I'm not even I'm not even sweating it. <laughs> the only time I have problems with interracial marriage is when the black person is on some hate whitey shit. Right. You on Twitter talking about oh white people this, white people that. <laughs> then we go pull up the receipts. I'm like, yo, your boyfriend white. What do you how you hate white people when you sleep with them? Like, like both of those things can't exist. You know what I mean? Like, huh? They'll say it's hate fucking. Hate fucking. <laughs> I can't, yo. I can't with that type of ignorance. And it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just so many bigger conversations to have. You know, like yeah, it is. It, it's so many bigger conversations to have that we're wasting it on individual people. We gotta touch on impeachments. I ain't watched none of that shit, man. I caught a clip. <laughs> I caught a clip of uh a one of the re- one of the redactors. It seemed like every clip was a redacted dog. <laughs> <laughs> but he asked him, he said, yo, um, of course I'm putting this in my own language, but he said, uh, uh, did anybody tell you this? This person ain't tell you that, this person ain't tell you that, and this person ain't tell you that. CNN said. Uh, you guys said this. You said this. I said, "Where's your evidence?" He said, "I ain't got no evidence." <laughs> he said, "He said it was a presumption." He said, "You can't make accusations off of presumptions." Right. So the impeachment has been a total sham, a total waste of taxpayer dollars. White people, it's time to get your torches. <laughs> it's time to take action. It's time to take your country back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't got no problem bringing segregation back if that's what y'all want whatever <laughs> then we need a reset button dog because this is not the way this has been a, a this has been a total embarrassment of the american justice system because i thought at least they'd have a crumb of evidence they ain't have a crumb dog wasting our money wasting our time but you know this all fundraising anyway it's all a show yeah, but 
You right. You 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 smart for not watching that shit. I ain't watch it. I just caught the clips. I wait for like a clip to go viral, then I click on it. If it's anything longer than two minutes, I ain't watching it. Yeah, it's a shame, man. America. <laughs> yeah. You got anything else, man? Uh, well, YouTube updated. We have a nice little screen here. We did $125 in chat revenue tonight. I wanted to break $100. Thank you to everybody else. Um, I'll be on my Negro shit paying Uncle Hotep. Um, it hit the day. I got to make sure I get him his check. Thank you to everybody. We did 70 likes. Damn, Hotep with it. Appreciate you, homie. Oh, and he got the little emoji thing popping. The homie Hotep with it. Tomorrow night on my channel, I'm about to put it out on Twitter right now. We got Bryson Gray, the uh, MAGA, MAGA song guy. Uh, and we got Shaka Shakur. We're looking to get them to debate. Oh, okay. Yo, uh, the, the, the MAGA dude? Yep. <clears throat> I'm going to try to catch that tomorrow. 7? Seven? 7 p.m. here on Hotep Jesus channel. Uh, you know, we're, we have some um, technological uh, issues. Niggas ain't got computers. <laughs> Come on, man. Are you serious? <laughs> 2019, niggas ain't got computers. He's he's like he got I got an iPad. I'm like nigga, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> we not ready for the future though. <laughs> so I gotta figure. I gotta get in my tech my tech bag and figure out how I'm gonna get these cats on here. Um, so look out for that. We're gonna try and make that happen. 7 p.m. tomorrow. Blessed debate. Put that together for y'all. But um, yeah, I got nothing else. Make sure y'all get your Hotep Nation hats. You see, we rocking them. The brim's been going out. They've been selling like crazy. Um, so make sure the link is in the description. Also, um, for people uh, into the gun debate, in the description, Jose, he does all of our time stands for every episode. That means he has to sit through. This one's two hours long. I feel bad for Jose. He's going to have to sit through this and, and, and put out, do our time stamps. So buy his book. Please buy his book. Support him. It's in the link description box below. Please buy his book. It's not even that expensive. Um so so hit that link and and uh support the homie um because he, he 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 looks out for us that's all i got bro all right man good episode man. hell yeah see you next week oh wait 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 hunk you there yeah next week is thanksgiving what are we gonna do wednesday show oh shit it's up to you man um because i'll probably because we're not going and we're cooking here okay but we're probably gonna be cooking early, so it's, it's up to you. If you want to do it Wednesday or yeah, let's do it Wednesday because people probably gonna be with their family. That's, that's what we did last year. Did we do Wednesday? Last year? Yeah, last year I think we did Wednesday. Okay, yeah. We'll so yeah, Wednesday. I just want to make sure everybody knew. Next week we're gonna be here on Wednesday, so mark that on your calendars. We'll be here on Wednesday. Thank you, Trish. Love you too. So yeah, look out for that Wednesday. Okay. All right, bro. All right, man. New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told.
Life's a balance, never really got the hang of it Got a helmet and a handkerchief All I know is come prepared and handle shit And even though I'll fuck it up, some people love me anyway If life's a game, well then I think I'm in the wrong position I do this every day, you do it in the right conditions I would do cause you are not sufficient You are doing this for fun, I want a better pot to piss in The cost of living is killing me, don't you see the contradiction? I say all this in confidence and hopes to off the competition Cause only thing I'm scared of is never being noticed Feeling bogus, no I'm not the chosen one Imposter with a smoking gun, I punch when I'm supposed to run I'm black, you're appropriate I'm cool, you're cool by association Following my footsteps, couldn't even walk a mile Talking shit and smoking weed, races, call it cotton mouth Never pulling punches and punches until I knock you out Yeah, Holly Holmes versus Ronda Rouse Season of the underdog, hope you place your bets against me Acting like you've seen it all, no wonder you're depressed and empty All I know is that I'll never really know But people seem to understand me when I let my feelings go And if they call me weak, I tell them I don't really see it though Express myself accordingly, then put it in a video I want to scream out my name at the top of your lungs as you sip on some brew. I want to think of me while you are smoking weed eyes Redder than Satan, that's right I want your evil, I want your ugly I want your in-between, I want your what do you think of me? I want your gouges, I want your beautiful, I want it all I want the juice I want to scream out my name at the top of your lungs as you sip on some glue. I want to think of me while you are smoking weed eyes Redder than Satan, that's right I want your evil, I want your ugly, I want your in-between I want your what do you think of me? I want your gouges, I want your beautiful, I want it all, man